0: The Eddy B. Sit Edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Baba Metzia. Daf Lamed Today's Daf is being studied. LeNun Neshmat Morze Kini Yosef Ben Zara VeMaratz Kananati Yafan Bat Zara VeNun Neshmat Avraham Ben Estheru Hashem Tanichem BeGanei Eden Amen. Okay, we continue. Let's just review what Ravuna held. Ravuna taught us a very big Hadush that when a person. Uh, is a Shomer Pekadon, he's watching a Pekadon for somebody, it got stolen, basically he's really able to swear that it got stolen and be off the hook, Shomer Hanam that is, uh, but in the event where he comes along and says, I want to pay, I'll pay for it, don't worry, so the deen is, we allow him to pay, but he must make a shivu'ah that's not in his possession. Shivu'ah wash a little bit of shivu'ah, because we're concerned, hey, sure, the guy wants to pay because he wants to keep the item for himself. So we want to make sure that the item is not in his possession before we allow him to pay. That's Ravuna's deen. We had a bright as well on the uh, Amud Bet of Lamud Dalet. to gave us four cases. We'll go through the four cases as we go through the Gemara now, but basically we're going to try to ask questions on Ravunaz deen that you tell me that a Shomer uh, makes a shuto. we're going to ask questions. And we are 15 lines from the top of the page. So the Gebarah says, Ravuna bar the third case, the first, there's four cases, the the first of the last cases, is definitely a question against Ravuna. What's the case? Which means, the guy comes along and says, We have a and a malveh. The Lover comes along and says, uh, I uh, lent out uh, uh, two, or I borrowed two. And the Mashkon was worth two. So and therefore, went up, and the Malve lost the Mashkon. So now the question is, how much does the um, Malve have to give the Lover? So he's coming along and saying the Love Listen, I borrowed one, and I gave you a mashkun that's worth two. You lost the mashkon, so you owe me one at least. You still, uh, uh, still owe me. And he comes along and says, no. I lent you, the Malvay I lent you a selah, and the item is worth a selah, meaning it's a push. And I lost the thing, and therefore it says, patur. And the deen is, because the malveh is called a kofer bakol. Whereas the Love is saying, hey, you owe me one at least. I gave you a mashkun that was worth two. And the malveh, it was a fair exchange. I gave you one, and you gave me a mashkun that's worth one. I lost it, we're even. which is really saying, I owe you nothing. Patur means patur from a shivu'ah. the Wait. malveh, na meagil gud if Rebunah is right, there's a concept in the Torah called Gilgul Once already you, tack, you put on a shivua on somebody, a that he has to make, then you tack on a shivua even that normally he would not have to make. Normally a Kofir does not make a shivua. The Mavir is saying, I don't know you anything. But wait, if Rebunah is right, the Mavir would have to swear that I don't have it in my possession, that I don't have the Mashkon in my possession. What's oh, already He swears. That I don't have a possession. Let him swear now. How much it's worth? You're saying it was worth one. Swear. So <coughs> you see, not be regular. If he was right, we would make the, We would not say that the mevaz patur m'shivua. We would say he's high because once already he's making m'shivua on the kam on the on the, the, the shelo bershuti. So they make a shivua kamaya shave. I'm a ravaseh. I'm I I told this question of parav nafkana. Rav te be ma amino. Now the case is talking about where well, he's not going to make a shivua. Why? Because the Love trusts the Malve on that. He trusts him on the fact that uh, he doesn't have an answer to shoot. Uh, so if he trusts him, you don't have to make a shivua. The only reason why he has to make a shivua the malve is because the Love is suspecting it. Maybe he took the mashkon for himself. But if the Love is saying, uh, I believe you, okay. So that's that's the reason. In the Quran, if you would, if he would make a shivua, the breshuto, shelo would be and The case to the lovet trusts the Malve. Gemara says, oh yeah, you told my people that trust each other. <laughs> okay. So then, if that's the case, let the Love trust the Malve how much it's worth. We already Gemara's I guess, if there's, if there's a certain basic trust amongst the Love and the Malve. So when the Malve comes along and says, I'm telling you it was worth one, then let him uh, let him believe him on that. The Qibarah says, Lo Kim Le Begave. Lo Kim Le Begave means the Love doesn't trust the Malve to know the amount of the Mashkon because it's not his Mashkon. The Mashkon belongs to the Love. Of course he's holding it, but he doesn't believe that the guy really analyzed the Mashkon to know how much it's worth. Really, it's, 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 it's the Love's Mashkon. So he, 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 he holds it, he knows it more than the, than the Malve. I gave it to you to, as, a, as a collateral. So what do you do? You put it in your closet. And I don't think he's analyzing really how much it's worth. I know better. So the Gemara says, new question. The Gemara says, Oh. So the Gemara says, So let the Malve trust the Love in how much it's worth. Which means you're telling me the guy who has the mask he knows better, or the guy who owns the mesh I should say, knows better. So, go the other way now. So, when the Love comes along and says uh, how much it's worth, that the Malve believe him? So, the camera says, Lo No, the Malve doesn't trust the Love. So, the camera is, yes. Which means, why are you telling me that the Malve doesn't trust the Love when he makes his assessment on the Meshkon, but the Love will trust the Malve when he says that I don't have it. It's not in my possession. And why is there a certain trust that the Love has for the Malve but the Malve does not have for the Lowe? So the Gibrach says, Love Mekayim bebe Malve, Tumat yisharim tanchem. Malve, Mekayim bebe Love. Vesedep Bogidim yishaddem. It's a Pesuk al Basically, the is saying is like this. The Malveh, or the Loveh, trusts when the Malveh says, I don't have it in my possession. He says, you don't, you don't even have to swear to me. You know why the Loveh trusts the Malveh? Malveh is a rich guy. Malveh is in the position of lending. And Shilamah Melech says in the Pasuk, Tumat the, the righteousness of the good people will uh, guide them. That means people are guided by their goodness, that they have a good mazal. If they do good things, they'll have good fortune. So the Loveh says, listen, this guy would not be a rich guy, or in a position to give, if he's a liar. So I trust him, without even making a swear, if he's going to say it's not as he's not going to steal. You think God's going to reward stealers to make them rich? Again, that that. By the way, it's possible he does. But the point is, we're looking at the psychology of the Lovet. The Lovet says, you know what, if he's a rich guy, he's probably not stealing. That's why God gave him Beracha. The Malve, however, looks at the Lovet and says, he needs money. And therefore, that's why he needs money. Because he's always lying. You know, he's not It causes them to to, to 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 be unsuccessful. So, therefore, when the lovet coming along and saying, <coughs> "Hey, it's mine, I know how much it's worth," uh, you know, he's lying. He's looking to get a, a, a you know save money over there. So, therefore, that's the the dynamics. Why it's the belief is only one way. The Malveh doesn't believe the lovet, but the lovet believes the Malveh. Comes continues, Continue. Okay, a person gave. Key kipe, pair, earrings. Does that mean uh, precious items? Get picanon. This friend. I'm about to have the key Give my key pair. Give him the bag. I'm about to loyadana I don't know where I put them. I tell the commander. Rabbi Nachman came to find for Rabbi Nachman. I'm about to kiloyadana. Kol lo yadaana utai. Any time a guy just shumets, I don't know. You're poseya. And therefore zil shelim kopei lo shelim. He didn't pay. He went and he repossessed his castle. It seems the guy, the shomer pekadon, the guy was watching the earrings. They were expensive earrings. So Rav Nachman, you're not paying? Boom! He took his castle from him, a big house, and they repossessed it and gave it to the guy. He gave it to the owner of the earrings as payment. then what happened? They found the They found the earrings. The ikur. Uh, here's the here's the, here's the case now. The earrings appreciated. More than that. Right, more than the uh, castle. So now what happens? The question is, I, I gave you my castle already. So now I own the earrings. Or do you say, no, 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 no. Give back the castle and take back the earrings. How do you look at it? So, Amar everything goes back to its original owner. Give the earrings back to the original owner and give the. Afadna the castle, back to the honor rail. Amar Ava, HaVayadim So Rava says, One time we were sitting in front of Rav Nechman, UPerkin HaMafkid, and We were learning Perek HaMafkid. It's a Perik they were learning together in the Beit Midrash. And I asked him the following question. Shilem velo Ratzali velo I asked him a question on his ruling. We learned in Amishnah, if you remember, that a Shomer, that's willing to pay for the item. For example... The, really, the item got stolen. He could make a swear and he can get off the hook. Instead, he said, you know what? I want to pay you. So what's the dean when the Shomer makes a shivuah? He's ah, patur from... Uh, he, he, he pays. I'm sorry, now they found the guy not, He gets the kefir. Which means, when you pay, you bought the item. So they asked the Rabbi, he bought the item. When, when you took his castle, so now the Shomer owns the kippah. And therefore, if he owns the kippah, when they found the kipper, he should get the appreciation as well. It says he bought it. It, why is it any different in the Mishnah when the shomer pays for the for the for the Pikadon or for the item, he gets the carefir. And he says, I didn't answer me. I asked Rab- I, when we were learning Mafkid in the yeshiva, I asked Rab Nachman this question on his ruling. Uh, he didn't answer me. Rabat says, you know what? It's good he didn't answer me. Because it's a simple difference. He says, avad, adarli. He did good that he didn't answer me. there's a big difference. <laughs> Exactly. Which means, over there, in the case of the Mishnah, when the guy's, guy goes, can I have my on back? He comes along and says, listen, it got stolen. But you know what? I'm not going to drag you to Betting now. You're going to have to make me swear in front of Bit I'll just pay you. So when the guy gets paid like that, he's thrilled. I'll give you the kefir. Take the kefir. You did me a big favor. You didn't drag me to, to Betting. In this case over here, where's my kipi? Oh, I don't know where it is. Oh, no, i got to take him to uh, uh You have to pay. Okay, he didn't pay. Uh, take up the betti now. Repossesses. Uh, so you drove uh, the uh, the owner of the kepi crazy. So therefore, he's not going to be Mcnair to you, the keeper. In the other case over there, when he paid, uh, at that point over there, I'll be makneh you, the, the kefir. The subharaba. You, you saved me to the I'm not going to be But this case over here, no. I'm not being makneh anything to you. So therefore, the keeper goes back to the original owner. The Memra, the samarab, the the shumahada new question generally speaking when a person owes money when they do is they go down into the, into, the, into the the guy who owes money uh, the lovee let's say they look at his properties and they make a shuma they make an assessment how much his properties are worth so the malveh can can take it now usually the dean is and we're assuming over here that once they make an assessment and the guy takes the field that's it he, he gets the field the lovee can't come back later on and say by the way here's the 10,000 oh you give me back the field Usually shuma lo hada. Once they made an assessment, it goes to the to the malveh, and and he keeps okay. it. But it's master over here that here they made an assessment uh, on, the, on the on the in the case of Rabbi Naaman to They made an assessment on the castle. He took the castle, and then you tell me what? Give it back? So it's like saying, oh, here's the keepie. I'll pay you the keepie now. No, usually when the he they makes an assessment, all says a final. What's difference in this case? The this case where the Shuma was done on a false premise There was no need to make a Shuma in the first place To keep people around He just didn't know where they were In a regular Shuma where a guy owes money He says, I don't have money to pay Okay, they do have money to pay Therefore they go down to his property They make a, an assessment And therefore also as a final In this case of it, when they went out to make a Shuma in the guy's castle It was a mistake the whole thing Because really the Kipi was in his house He just didn't know where it was so, uh, 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 under a false premise, then the deen is what? Uh, uh, give back the castle and give back the, the keep It's a big difference. The rabbis in the Har De'a said, They said, generally speaking, we give the 12 months to redeem his field uh, and to make payment on his loan. The amri I am from the Har shuma hadar I owe that shuma forever. We always give the Laveh a chance to redeem his uh, property. shuma le'olam. <laughs> That's the <laughs> Dime. ha'yashar <laughs> Do the right thing. <laughs> do, do the right thing. Which means, listen, the guy uh, 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 wants his field, even though technically you really own it, meaning you took the field as payment for the uh, loan, you know what? Let him uh, make payment and uh, give him back his uh, field. <laughs> so Karaz now is going to give a few... Scenarios. Let's say, let's say the Reuven owed Shimon money. Reuven couldn't pay, so the Beit went down to Reuven's fields and they made a uh, a shuma. They made an assessment on his fields, and then what happened? So now they gave the fields to Shimon as as payment. And Shimon went, and he, they made an assessment on Shimon, and they gave the field to Levi, which was the creditor of Shimon. So they tell Levi, Uvén ke tell Levi, You're not any better than the guy that you come from. Which means, just like I would be able to pay Shimon and get my field back, I could pay you as well and get my field back. Because the is the rabbis made a takana by Baal hov that so long as he pays back, he gets the field. So even though Shimon gave the field to another creditor, he could come along into him and say, listen, you're not any stronger than from the person you came from. Just like I would be able to pay Shimon the money and get my field back, I could pay you the money and get my field back as well. <clears throat> now the we gives three other cases. If let's say, <coughs> a field was sold, let's say he gave it to a, a creditor, let's say, and then uh, uh, Shimon sold the field uh, to somebody, or Ulta, or let's say the field was uh, inherited, or the Viyavabi Matana was given as a gift, as a Matana. So the deen is, These guys over here, the inheritor, the guy that got it as a gift, or the guy that bought it, they bought the field. They want a field. They didn't buy it al dahat that one day somebody's going to come along and give them money to take back the field. Bishtavah bal he lent money. He really wants his money back. Okay, he can't get his money back, he gets a field. So the guy comes back and gives him his money, he'll get back the field. Because initially the whole thing started with money. When the guy buys a field, he wants the field. And you can't come along now The Baal and say, oh, by the way, uh, uh, here's the money back. Give me back my uh, field. I never wanted the money. I wanted the field. Or Yirusha. The daughter regime was for the field. Or a Matana as well. So therefore, this, this deen only applies to a Baal Chov. It doesn't apply to uh, any other way that the uh, field was acquired. <coughs> okay, next case. Shamulah the Isha. Okay, they made an evaluation on the field for the lady. Let's say it could be one of two cases. Let's say the lady was owed money. So they went and they uh, evaluated the field of the Baal Chow, and they now took it and gave it to the lady. Then Seba, she got married. Now she got married, so she brings that field into the marriage. It's I mean, they, she owns uh, the Keren, and the, the husband gets to eat the Perot, right? So, ishamu or, or Shamu Mineh the Isha, or the opposite case. The lady owed money, so they evaluated one of her fields to go to the Baal Chow, the and then she got married. And so, you know, in this field, now was really uh, to go to to to, to the creditor. Umeta. Oh, so now what happened? Either case, she died. Baal isto So we look at the husband in regard to the uh, properties of his wife. He's considered like a lokeah. He's considered like a purchaser. Again, he, has, he gets to eat perot from the field. But we look at it when she dies, it's as if now he bought the field. Lo mehader velo mehaderinan leh. Which means, just like a purchaser, all sales are final. Meaning now, let's say she was owed money. Let's give that case first. She was owed money, so they made a a field, she took it, now she has it, the husband has perot, she died, at that point, we look at the husband now as if he bought the field. Nafkamina, the Reuven cannot come to the husband now and say, hey, listen, uh, just like I could have gave your wife $10,000 and get my field back, I want to give you of money. No, I, I'm, I'm a lokaya. I bought into this field, it's my field now. Therefore, he does not have to receive the money and give back the field. He keeps the field. And the opposite would also be true. The reverse case. The reverse case is talking about where, let's say, the lady owes the, owes the money. Okay, so that field was taken now as a, uh, as a, as a shuma to pay the event. He cannot come along and say, I'm going to pay uh, uh, $10,000, give, give me the field back. Which means the relationship over here, uh, either way, he, 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 either, if he's keeping the field, he keeps the field. But if the field goes out, the field goes out. He cannot come along and take it. Look at that She. She says <coughs> Look at one, two, three, four, five 2, lines on the bottom Which means the husband now He wants to pay back the debt of his wife And get Which means the husband now He wants to pay back the debt of his wife And get back the karka <laughs> Which means uh, we we look at him like a uh, a purchaser, and therefore not like a yoreish. So yoreish, we said uh, is uh, is different. Yoresh, then he owns the field, he inherits the field, he, he, he he's able to take the field, but he's not Yoresh's wife. He's like Lokea from his wife. So therefore, this field belonging now to somebody else, gave it to the uvin, so he cannot come along the husband and say, give me the field back. Ela uh, the field is, is lost. That's the dean of the uh, of a husband. Kamsi Gameran says The Amar Rabbi Yosef Barhanina Rabbi Yosef Barhanina is going to prove to us How do you know that a husband Is considered a lokeah Which means when he, his wife dies The property that he has is like he purchased it In Ushah Ushah was a Binti Sanedrim In the city of Ushah What's that case? Look at that sheet. Four lines at the bottom. Ha-isha she What did she do? A lady has nechseh midlog. She sold it in her lifetime. What is she selling? Well, she really owns the karka, she owns the goof. So she sold the option to somebody else, where the husband can sell the pirot. but in the event that a uh, husband dies first, so then this guy will get the Field and the pirot. Again, if she dies first, so then uh, the guy loses out because everything's going to go to the husband. But in the event that she dies, that the husband dies first, she'll get the uh, 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 the, the field will transfer to this guy. So again, he's buying an option on the midlog. So the deen is that she ochel the husband must continue to eat fruit. which means. uh when he does it, then what happened, ended up happening? She died first. So the deen is, Baal mutsi gufa miyad The husband now can come along and take the goof from the guy that bought it. Which means, he can come along and say, I, I bought it first. Even though he's only eating perot. But well, we consider him as if he owns the whole kagats. He can go to the, to, the, to the guy that she sold the goof to and say, listen, I get it back, it's mine. Now, if we would look at the husband like a Yuresh, like an inheritor, the din would not be like that. Because we have a din that says, Yuresh, Let's say a father sold the kid's yirusha when the kid was alive, it sold. Now, the father dies, the kid can't go, hey, give it to me back. You're not a lokeiah. <clears throat> the rabbis looked at the husband like a Therefore, uh, They can come back and say, listen, I, I, I bought it first. I bought it first, therefore, you have no right to, to take it from me. But uh, therefore, enough coming in this case also. Back to our story. When the, the lady, let's say, was owed money. So she made a shuma, they gave her a field, she brought it into the marriage, and that husband's a lokeiah. Now he has this field over here. I bought, I, he bought a field. Now what happens? The Uven the, the, the comes back and says, okay, I, w- I want my field back. Sorry. Uh, well, I want to pay the debt. Too late. So I, I bought the field, therefore he keeps it. In the reverse case also, that uh, he cannot go now and uh, claim the field back from somebody else and make the payment. Either way, uh, uh, the, the dean is like that. So that's the dean of the Gemara. Now the Gemara goes into a new case. The Gemara says, What's the case over here? Till now we're talking about the case that Uven owes money to Shimon. Betting goes down to the, to the Uven's field and makes a Shuma. Betting takes the field of the Uven and gives it to Shimon. Then we had a whole question, <coughs> you have 12 months to, to pay, or you have Le'olam, that's the Tushit on Gemara. But let's say, the Uven on his own, on his own says, you know what, I want to I want to give you the field. He didn't uh, go to Betting, you know that, he himself makes, a, makes an assessment, and he does it. So now, Some say, in that case, it's like a regular case. If he comes along now and wants to pay money, he can get his field back. Some say, no. When when he gives it himself, all sales final. The opinion that says it doesn't, you can't retract. This is a a legitimate sale. It's different than the case of Betin. Betim, they took it away from Baal but this guy over here willingly gave the field to his friend. So therefore, all says fine. He can come along two months later and say, "You know what? I want my field back." No, you gave it on your own uh, on your own volition. But the opinion says no, he can retract, get his get, pay and get his field back. It's not a bona fide sale. Why? They had the fact that he gave it to him willingly. He didn't take up the court only because of shame. <coughs> he don't want to go to court to go through the whole, uh, you know, embarrassment of going to court, but really, he do not want to give it to him. Yeah, he gave it to him to save himself from shame, but in his heart, he really wants it back. So if even according to this shita where he gave it to, he gave it to him willingly, even without a betin, he can still pay and get the feedback. So there's two shitat, when the guy's willing to pay the assessment himself, can he retract or not? Now we go to another question. Okay, when does the Baal Chov, the creditor, when can he start eating perot? Why can't he start eating the fruit? Which is, why can't start benefiting from the uh, the field? So there are three idea. What's Adrakhta? Adrakta is like a seizure notice. The Bitin writes a document. Okay, we went out to the Uven's field, we assess the fields over there, and, uh, you know, uh, we're making a paper now. We, they give it to the to Shimon. This gives you uh, rights to go down to Shimon's field, or Uven's field, and, and uh, take, uh, take property. Once already, they write the Adrakhta and they give it to him. got to get his hands once he has it in his hands he doesn't start eating perot Abi is even before that even before that once they write the adrakhta, even before he gets to his hands because we have a general rule that says Adam anything that is good for a person somebody else can be zokheh on his behalf once the Edim signed the adrakhta, they already can be zokheh for him the perot they call him up we wrote the adrakta and it's signed even though he didn't get to his hands yet he already can go down to the field and eat however is the everybody goes the other way Ravah says, He says from the time that the Yemei achrazah uh, ends, <coughs> which means it seems even after they write an, uh, 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 an Adrachta, oh, first of all, I just want to make a, um, a point, the adrakta is not written until after 90 days, so you should just know there is a 90 day period that they wait to give the god the Love a chance to, to pay, then they write the adrakta. Uh, so what she says, right after 90 days when they write the adrakta. The first shita The says no The doctor has to actually get to his hands The third shita, Which is about what the Aleph says uh, What's that? Now She says Even though the Shittah came to his hands So what happened? He went down He searched He found, he found uh, a property Once he finds the property He's got to go to Beti That's the protocol he goes to bid Okay, I found a uh, property uh, for uh, for payment. Petit has to make an announcement now. There's a property up for sale. And they auction it off. And the Malve himself, if he wants to bid the highest uh, price, uh, then they'll give him the field. Only till after this whole process is done does he be able to start eating Perot. Which means he's got to go make exploration, go down to the... He's got uh, to... The, uh, the, Adrakta well, means he can go seize a property. Oh, now he goes down, now he found the property. Now he's got to go to Dean. Ah. I found the property. Betty makes an announcement. Uh, the will auction it off. Of course, the Malver has rights to, to buy it. He's owed, he's owed money, so he can just pay a little money extra and uh, get the field himself, or somebody else will buy it and they'll uh, give him the money. But once already the Akraza is over, and they make that announcement, then he can start going down to the field and eating perot. But before the Akraza, before that announcement of Bedin that says, okay, a property is up for sale on the block, he cannot eat for his three shitot. Either when the adrakta is written, when the adrakta gets to his hands, or even after that, even after he gets to his hands, he's got to go make exploration, go find the field, go back to Betin, Betin makes Akraza, that we were selling him. And then, only then, can he eat the perot. Comes the next Mishnah. Tocher para mehavero. Okay, new case. <clears throat> what does the guy do? He's a renter. A guy rented a cow from his friend. The renter lent it out to somebody else Now the Gebaraz is going to assume over That that's not a problem I rented it, it's mine I can do whatever I want with it So I considered a peshi'ah To give the animal to somebody else uh, I'm renting it for 30 days or a year or whatever it is, so it's mine So, so, so I subleased it, exactly I sub- lent it to somebody else Okay What ended up happening The animal died Natural causes Now the deen is like this Shoa'il is hayab on that Natural causes, Sho'il is Hayab but the Socher is not. So the din is like this. Yishavah Socher, Shemeta The Socher goes back to the guy that rented to tin, and he swears, listen, I'm, I don't have to pay anything. The deen died of natural causes, the din is natural causes, he doesn't have to pay. the Socher. Now the Shu'el has to pay the Socher. Because now, once I swear, I'm off the hook. So now I own it. And now the Shu'el gives me the uh, gives the Socher uh, the item. Interesting case <coughs> So the is I'm you, it, is impossible How can you tell me A sukhir can make business On the para of his friend She's, He holds He has no right to lend it out You're a poshaya you, you, you can't lend it out To somebody else's thing And then you want to profit on it you know, The para goes back To the original owner Which in this case It died So therefore the, the sukhir Has got to pay The original owner he can't, he can't swear to the original owner and get himself exempt from this and then go to the soil and get uh, get money. He can cannot accept that. can accept that. Let's analyze. Which is, the shukher, you're telling me he's koneh the para. The renter is koneh the para from the original owner. What, 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 what gives him the Kenyan? He us Bishwa. once he makes a swear, which is once he comes along and makes a shivuah, I swear that it died from natural causes. He owns it. The name Maskir. Let the Maskir tell the Socher Dal Ant. The Dal Go away and take your shivuah with you. The Ana and I'll deal with the Soyl. Which is you can't make a shivuah on a guy against his will. Which is he's coming along the Socher. I swear that it died the Kedarka. That's it. Now he's ruined. Now the Maskir loses out. Let the tell the socher, hey, don't, I don't want you to swear. Get, get out of here. Keep quiet. I want to go to the Shoeil now and get my, uh, my item. By you swearing to me, you're hurting me. Because normally, the the Shavuah is is to, let's say, protect the uh, 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 Socher. But in this case, on the contrary, you're protecting yourself and you're hurting me. By making a Shavuah now, you're off the hook. And now I'm stuck. I lose my pada. I should be able to tell you, listen, don't make a shivuah, please. Keep quiet. Don't talk. I'm going to go to this soil straight. And tell the shivuah, pay me my uh, money. The Gimbalah cannot accept that the soher can benefit uh, from this case. Gimbalah says, no. Why you think it's the shivuah that gives them gives them uh, the ownership of the para? Mishat mita hu dekani. He owns it already. Meshat Mita Once the animal dies Finished I'm off the hook I'm the soher Once the animal died In the shu'el's uh, uh, possession It's meta Kedarka Kabbalah says Meshat Mita Hu Dekani Which means Once the animal dies Finished The soher is Koneit I'm off the hook The shivu'ah The shivu'ah Kedela Fishtatosh Albala Bayit The shivu'ah that he's making Is only to appease the Bayit That he wasn't negligent But even without the shivu'ah Once it's Mita Kedarka I'm the soher Finished, I'm off the hook. So therefore, the the, the, the maskir cannot say, Hey, don't make a 'ah. shavuah, you're you're, 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 detrimental to me. I I said, once the animal died, I'm already patur. And therefore, I don't have to pay you. So therefore, I'm not hurting you by making a shavuah. The only reason why I'm making a shavuah to you is to appease you, because you might think that I was negligent or something. I swear to you, but I already own the animal in the sense, I'm off the hook from you. Once the animal dies So it's an amazing shita The shita The shita is basically saying That uh, I rented an animal okay, I rented a para uh, I lent it out to somebody else Which the Gibran is assuming I have a right to do that Okay Now what happened It died I come to the original mosque The mosque says, Hey, where's my animal? Oh, died It died You know I just a piece. I swear to you so you don't think I was a Posheya? I wasn't on a poshea. I'll see you later. Take care. I don't have to pay you nothing. Now I go to the Shoei. Yeah. Hey, listen. I don't I, I don't have to pay the meskir, but you got to pay me. Because bottom line, you're a Shoei. You have to pay me. And the B.O.S.E. does not accept that. He <coughs> comes along and says, No, it doesn't work that way. Comes to the Gemara and says, Let's read the Rashi now. That's not a Rashi in the Gemara. No, really, there's no issue in the Gemara. That's what it is. Now a new case. This is a very, very interesting case here. Sometimes, sometimes it comes out. Here, here we gave a case in the Mishnah where the Socher, the renter, he benefited over there. Sometimes a guy can rent... And the owner has to give the renter a few cows. It's a, again, it's, it's, it sounds odd. I'm, I'm renting. You're the owner. Sometimes the renter now can get from the owner, not one cow, two cows. What's the case? This is a very, very interesting case. Let's read it in the Gemara first, and then we we'll read it in the Ashi to get exactly the clarity. What's the case? Agra me Okay, let's give names here. Reuven, Shimon. Uven rents a cow from Shim'on for a hundred days. Shimon <laughs> then, if he rented it out to Reuven, Uven, he says, I want to borrow it please for ninety days. In your hundred day renting, I want to now borrow it please for ninety days. And I'll give it to you the last ten days. And then, Reuben comes along and says, I want to rent it for 80 days. And then, Shem'on says, I want to borrow it for 70 days. Okay. That's
1: that's
0: the case. Now we read it in a sheet to get exactly what happened. Read the big nashi over here. Basically, it's only two guys. It's the no. on, and the Key. And they're renting twice and they, they turn themselves into two renters and to two borrowers. Wow. Each guy's. No, that's what it is. It's Uven and Shimon. It's all, that's is. He, he's renting and he's borrowing within the rental period and he's, he's renting within the borrowing period and it's going back and forth within, a, within a, a, a certain given amount of time. Read Lashid. Uven. Start from Lashid. Uven. See? That, see the big dashir? Find it. The big Nashi. The Oven. The big Rashid starts with the Oven. Rashid's words start with the Oven. The Oven, she a car shimon. What did he do? The Oven rented an animal to shimon. From shimon. The From Oven rented. She asked him, I want to work with her 100 days. She was the owner. I said, do me a favor. I didn't realize I need the animal. Lend it to me for 90 days of your rental. Okay. After 90, I'll give it to you 10 days. I'll give it to you 10 days after I finish borrowing it and to finish the rental period. Okay, so far so good. One one right. <laughs> right.
1: The
0: owner borrowed it back from, yeah, back from the, the guy he rented it to. Okay, now wait. Shimon the owner. Keep in mind, Shimon is the owner. Ve'chena <laughs> 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 did it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> the of the Mishnah. <laughs> the Right. Is That's is why that, it's exactly how Mishnah. A guy rented something and then he lent it out uh, the <laughs> Right, I don't care who the borrower is, uh, whether it's somebody else or it's the owner himself. If now it died by the shoen, socher patur is patur because I can swear to you and say to the owner, listen, it died uh, or yeah, and I'm patur from that. And now you have to pay me, which is I'm patur from the maskir. And now I go to the slam, pay me. So that's a classic case where the owner has to pay the renter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's, <going> down. <laughs> it's his cow. He rented it out, he's got to pay him. Because, uh, listen, from the rental, I'm uh, patur, I swore to you, I'm patur. But now you borrowed. Borrow is haya, but you're to me now. So I lent it to you. So from, from your lending standpoint, you owe me, you got to pay me. So that's one cow. But now the Gemara is going to create a case with the same dynamics where it could be two cows even. He owes the guy. Yeah, how? Hazar <laughs> Reuven. So Shimon now is holding by lending already, right? So now Reuven comes along and says, Uba <laughs> From the 90 lending period that I just gave you, rent it back to me, and I'll work in it 80 days of that 90 period. So now it's like that he borrowed it and rented it out and rented it out to somebody else. Right? It happened to me, he's the same guy. He's getting uh, rent for that uh, period. And all the goes to him. Let's continue now. Now let's say the animal died by Reuven. Let's review what we're holding. Reuven uh, rented. Reuven rented from Shimon for 100 days. Shimon's the owner. Shimon then borrowed it back for 90 in the 90 Reuven re-rented it from Shimon for 80 ok, that's what we're holding now now let's say it died let's say it died he says it's Reuven if the animal died now by Reuven Again, because I'm a renter. And Shimon's got to pay now for a cow that he borrowed. Because Shimon's a borrower. And he owes him another cow to finish the 10 days of of the rental. Which means, I told you I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to borrow it, but I'm borrowing it, but I owe you 10 days more of rental. So he, he gives him another cow temporarily. For 10 days, and he takes it back after 10 days. Right, to fulfill, to fulfill the 100-day rental. Now, once Shimon comes along, and borrows it a, a second time for 70 days from okay. from the eighty. Okay. if in the second borrowing uh, period the animal died okay. the second is the same the second din is the same din as the the comes along and says he died natural causes, and therefore He owes him four cows, two permanent and two two, borrow, two bar two temporaries. <laughs> How? As he says, two conclusive cows he owes him. again. Bottom when you're a borrower twice. Each borrowing is looked like a separate transaction, and therefore, (coughs) bottom line, I lent you a cow twice, and the animal died. I'm patur from both cases over there, from a socher standpoint of it. But you're a borrower; you owe me two cows, and you need to give me now two cows to fulfill the twenty days, the ten and ten of the outstanding uh, ninety to the hundred, and the seventy to the eighty that you're giving me. He can't say he returned the cattle. he did return him anything. So therefore, according to the sheetal over here, uh, the dean is, you have a classic case over here where the owner, Shimon, ends up paying the renter two cows permanently and two 10-day uh, 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 t- t- uh, intervals in order to fulfill his uh, his, uh, his contract. Read that case inside again. Sometimes the ba'alim have to pay a few cows to the Sukhir. Khidame, me ayume. rented it for 100 days. Then he rented out to Shimon for 90 days. Then Reuven rented it again, the second rental. Uh, from the 90 days, he rented it 80 days. And then Reuven Shimon borrowed it back for seventy out of the eighty days, and now it died within the seventy days of the uh, of the borrowing of uh, of Shimon. The Akol for every borrowing period. Mechayev hada para. He's another para. So there's two borrowing periods. So therefore, he has to pay him two cows. And to, like we said, two other cows just to fill the condition of the other 10 days that are missing in the rental. It's only one cow over here. It went in and it went out. Afkam is It went from sekhirut, to l'isheila. And it came into sekhila. Afkam is And went out from sekhila, v'aila l'isheila. Which means, it sounds like he's saying, he can't pay double. It's one cow over here. It just kept on switching from sekhirut to sheila, sekhila to sekhirut. We don't look at it as, even though it's e- each exact separate transactions, we look at it as one cow, bottom line, that was just going back and forth between sekhirut and sekhila. Look at Rashi. That's his first wide line. Which means, let it be given one cow and give him 10 days, uh, another cow, to, to use it. Which we're not going to look at it as two separate transactions. It's the same and it's the same So he comes back and says, no. Where's the cow? The cow died. Which means he's not giving you back anything. He, he's arguing the other way. He's saying, no, bottom line, the animal died in two different transactions. transactions over here. It's not like he's giving him back the cow where you say he only has to give back one cow. He doesn't give back anything. Since so he didn't give back anything, so then if you look at each one as a separate system, two ways of looking at it. Do you look at it as, by the way, one cow over here, so I'm not going to have to pay for each transaction? Or do you look at it no, each transaction is separate. He didn't pay me for the first transaction. You owe me for the first day, you owe me for the second she'elah. Look at that seed, the second line. you If the cow was around, ha'ita patu the E'le yom, he just would owe him 20 days of, of rental. shemeta Every time the cow, once the cow dies, two transactions kick in. The first she'ila you ha'ayah. And the second she'ila you also ha'ayah. it could be in one death of one cow, you ha'ayah for two different transactions. You look at it as if it happened to two different people. So the same thing would happen to the same uh, to the same person. So that's basically the, the the two ways of looking at this case over here. Comes again Gevurah and says more bar. Levash amar eno el ashteparot. More bar levash looks like the other rabbi. It's, not, it's only two cows. Hada the she'ela the hada one cow you got to pay for she'ela, and then you got to give him another cow for ten days or twenty days just to finish the schirut. Shum she'ela ahati v'shum ahati, right? Which means you look at this one; it's called the names. One she'ela of and one schirut. The she'ela cani the schirut abit Right? is going the gamet; the to pay him back, and the schirut just have to finish the ten days. So basically, there's really two ways of, of looking at this uh, deen over here, and uh, that's the machloket of the gemara.